I'm really lucky to have such a varied role. So at Riverfood, I look after carbon reduction and strategy, our future farming program, environmental impact of packaging, outreach and networking on sustainability. There's there's a lot going on, but it's all really exciting. One day I might be out on a farm looking at how we upscale woodland and hedgerow planting with the sustainability team. The next I might be working on our five-year strategy to reduce carbon emissions or speaking at an event or a round table about how Riverford approaches sustainability. On the farming side of things, um, I think the the thing that I'm most passionate about is our agroforestry and biodiversity improvement work. Um, Riverford's got a program of agroforestry planting that the business funds and we've been establishing quite a few agroforestry systems in our supply chain over the last couple of winters and we're continuing this year and it's really exciting seeing those transformations and we've also in in the name of further transformations we've got a lot of work happening on our two home farms in um, Devon and um, up in Peterborough in Cambridgeshire to improve the ecology of the farms and this is through habitat improvement creation and really increasing the connectivity between habitats on the farms. So I really do get to do quite a a varied role and I think that the things that have led me to this were originally just kind of passion for the environment. So I I studied environmental sciences at um, BSc and was yeah, really taken with how agriculture interacts with the environment, saw it obviously as many do as one of the the key ways, particularly in a country like the UK where it dominates the landscape as as a way to try and leverage um, improvements to the environment. And then I had quite a, I guess, jarring experience when I was traveling um, in, in California and the Central Valley there is lots of people will be aware produces a huge amount of food for for the us and we were going through some of these towns and meeting people and like you can see it's wall-to-wall agriculture like huge monoculture as far as i can see but people telling us that they can't drink the water in their town because the nitrate levels are so high and that runoff from fields is essentially creating like uh well an environmental disaster for the local people it was yeah something that was just pushing me further towards looking at how do we do this better and yeah ended up back in in the uk and and found myself at riverford after a couple of years and and been working there ever since we have a huge divide between rich and poor and growing in in the UK, but the the social injustice elements that some of the the agricultural communities face in in that region of, of the US really hit me as well. The fact that you have places like LA and Silicon Valley really not very far away, and then you're in somewhere like um, I think we were like around Fresno, somewhere around there, and totally different world. I went on to study an MSc in food security and agriculture, and part of part of that was spending six months researching. So I chose to go to a place called Rothamsted, Northwick, up on the the northern edge of Dartmoor, and spent a really great six months looking at how agroforestry systems can improve soil health. And there's integration of livestock in some of the the trials up there. They've got a really great closed system for looking at how um, carbon deposition, nitrate deposition happens in in livestock systems. They have a whole range of, um, of, of different programs looking at various aspects of sustainable soils and grassland systems. 
combining tree cropping or woody perennials because some systems use things that are more shrubby but combining that with um with different forms of agriculture so combining with cropping or livestock systems to create uh, much greater productivity but also perhaps more crucially um, an uplift in an ecosystem service value because agroforestry is great for carbon sequestration, improving soil health. You can buffer riparian zones to to reduce impact on water quality. You can create better systems for, for animal welfare. You can keep them out longer in winter to have more shelter. You can shelter them from the hottest days in the summer a lot better once the systems are mature. There's, there's a huge amount of benefits, not least economic diversification for the farmer when um, the tree systems come to fruition. We found at Riverford a lot of the easiest systems to integrate agroforestry into are livestock systems because you have less of a problem. You have to fence them to keep the livestock from, from going at them and when, they're young, when the trees are younger. But um, not losing croppable area for a lot of farmers is obviously a, a bonus. So integrating um tree cropping systems agroforestry into arable and horticultural systems is in our experience slightly harder um initially than um than going for livestock systems but yeah you you absolutely can produce nuts fruit timber some people will use it as more of a tool than necessarily to to derive a crop from the trees so as i mentioned earlier you could use it as a tool for buffering waterways from soil runoff or um you can use them uh, quite often people use them as shelter shelter belts so wind breaks in particularly high up areas of their farms and there's even been cases of people using them for improved nutrition for um for the alleys of crops because if you're using a nitrogen fixing fixing species such as older say then yeah you can have a lot of, of beneficial impacts on on your cropping